Hello, this is Clint here, your host for the E3 2018 Roundup Podcast. So this just still falls in with our weekly Roundup Podcasts here over at Gaming Plus, but uh, we are still taking a break from making podcasts until, like I said earlier, um, July 5th. So if you weren't aware of that, um, we are going through some changes here with Gaming Plus. I know it's the early days, but, you know, things change quick. So we've actually brought on a a new contributor, and he will also be helping me out with the podcast. So his name is Chris Meese. You might have uh, read some of his articles that he's written on the website and if you're unaware of the website you can follow us on gamingplusmedia.com once again that is gamingplusmedia.com and uh yeah so we post you know articles there and our podcasts are posted there as well um on soundcloud and itunes we're still finding a way to get this on google play for some reason it's not playing nice with us and our rss feed so that's a bunch of boring stuff that you guys don't want to hear about but there those were some updates about what's been going on with us so july 5th is when weekly roundup podcast really kicks off also another little announcement here with gaming plus is we will be launching a youtube channel which we will have um sorry sounds like an airplane is flying over if you could hear that um we will be launching a youtube channel and uh what will be housed there is some you know original content and um also the weekly roundup podcast will be housed there as well so um you can listen on itunes soundcloud and youtube for our podcast as of right now we're always looking to expand where our podcast is available so um yeah, we're always we're always looking for ways to add it to other services. So the first kind of the first um, series we're planning for the YouTube channel is uh, I mean many of you guys know my absolute love for uh, NCAA football 14. So what I am going to be doing with that is I will be having the ultimate college football playoffs. That is where I am going to record and narrate the play, the ultimate college football playoffs. And that means every single team in the game, <laughs> that is going to, they're going to be in the playoffs. So that is, I believe it is 126 team playoff. All right. A 126 team tournament. And I'm going to be recording and narrating every single game up until the final, like, I mean, through the finals. So it's going to be quite an adventure, um, a lot of work, but it's going to be so much fun. So I'm looking forward to doing that and, you know, seeing what team really comes out on top. Now it's going to be with the 2013 because, I mean, since it's NCAA football, 14, uh, it'll be the 2013 rosters. So it's not going to be super current. But, you know, enough to give us an idea. I mean, not a lot of teams have changed too much in these years. So, um, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. So, hopefully, you'll be looking forward to that. So, E3. This has been a big E3. A lot of stuff um, has come out. Um, you know, we we on the website. So, what I'm going to be talking about really is what we've covered on the website. And we only got to cover um, four different um you know presentations so we'll be covering uh the ea play presentation 
the Microsoft, Sony, and Nintendo Direct in that order. Because that is the viewing order and the um, order that, you know, we wrote the articles in. So, uh, we'll be going in that order. And a lot of stuff, you know, came out. And um, so, we're really excited to just kind of talk about this and, you know, be all excited about that and whatnot. So, we'll just jump right in to EA. So, they were first up to bat for... um, the E3 2018, and you know they uh, they had a lot to show. So Battlefield Five, um, that was kind of a, a big one for them. Uh, you know it's just more of the same Battlefield. Uh, they're moving on from you know World War One, so now they're going going to go into World War Two, and uh, they are adding a uh, battle royale mode, and that got kind of a mixed reaction from the crowd. Um, you know, but the this this obsession with battle royale, these big companies cannot ignore that, and it's just a money maker right now. Um, I mean, Fortnite, that game is free, and they are just they are making millions, hundreds of millions of dollars with that game, even though it's free with you know their microtransactions and all that stuff. So um, it, it would be dumb for these big companies not to do it. So they are gonna have. Um, you know, a normal Royale mode, but they're going to have, they say, a Battlefield twist. Uh, there's going to be team play um, modes, some vehicles that you can ride around in, destructible environments, you know, all that kind of stuff. With those kind of features added, I think that'll add enough for it to, you know, kind of stand out and really, um, you know, have a fun twist to it. I think it sounds great. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm excited for that. Now, they also announced that they are testing a new method of playing games. And from what I hear, I think it was Microsoft, they were um, they, they announced that they're kind of testing out the same type of thing where um, you can stream EA games to your phone and play them with a Bluetooth controller. And this is quali- uh, console quality games, same with Microsoft console quality games on your phone or whatever you know whatever device you want to play it on unless it's a competing um hardware or something like that for microsoft point of view but um yeah so with your phone console quality games that could be you know a new way of gaming i mean the these companies are realizing you know people are just mobile gaming is not going to go away and and that is just a, you know, safe to say, um, sorry to say, I'm personally not a huge fan of mobile gaming, but um, it's just not going away. So we'll be seeing, you know, more ways of of these big companies trying to get in more into that market and, you know, make more money because it is just a cash cow mobile gaming is and if you do it right you can just make so much money so that could be a new way of playing games for you to look forward to um i mean i know i'll be testing it out so um yeah so there's a new way of playing games so the next part of the presentation for ea play was star wars so um the the host of ea play i don't remember her name <sighs> but hosts for these e3 presentations are just awkward you know she she's you know trying to get the crowd all pumped up like who's ready for star wars Woo! 
And like no one got into that. No one cheered or I didn't even hear one clap. She was just going at it alone. And uh, you know, I thought that was hilarious. But um anyway, so she sat down um uh with a developer. Gosh, I cannot remember the developer's name right now. Um but uh, we did hear of a new Star Wars game in development, and that is Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. So th- that's pretty much all we got. So she literally sat down with the guy, and just he just kind of talked about it in an awkward way. Um, did not give us any information about it, except that you play as a Jedi. Um, you play as a Jedi, and it takes place between episodes three and four. And that is releasing holiday 2019. That is their release window. So that's literally all the information we got for that game. Um, Next up uh, was Battlefront 2. So Battlefront 2 was not dead. Um, So a representative from the team, uh, you know, went up on stage and started talking about it. He was uh, apologetic about how the game launched. He, uh, they were aware of, you know, the reception of it all and, and all that kind of stuff. And and he, you know, said sorry about about just all the drama that happened and they just missed the mark. And um, But he went into how they are going to, you know, support the title in the future. Um, they are introducing a new squad system uh, to make it easier to team up with your friends. So whenever you log in, uh, it's not going to be as clunky or difficult to invite friends to your squad. Um, they are. They also announced a new um, command post, you know, conquest uh, mode, and that is. Uh, it's going to be very, very similar to Battlefront 2, the uh, 2005 version of Battlefront 2, and um, th- that mode was just incredible. So that is a welcome addition to the game. I still have not played Battle the current Battlefront 2 yet. Uh, I still have a bit of a better taste in my mouth about E3 or not E3, <laughs> not E3, EA Electronic Arts. I have a better taste about EA, and um, you know, I I get the games they make. They really have to impress me with their trailers. Um, for me to commit to buying their games. If it looks in any way not that great, you know, I'm going to skip it because I just don't support them as a company. Um, but with this added feature, you know, I might have to take the plunge and get Battlefront 2 because that that sounds awesome. Uh, they are also introducing Clone Wars into the game, uh, that era. So that's going to be great. And we they are also adding new heroes with that. Uh, so we'll be getting General Grievous, um, Obi-Wan, Count Dooku, and Anakin Skywalker. Sorry, I can't really talk right now. Um, Anakin Skywalker. So uh, that will be awesome, you know, especially General Grievous. So I have been a huge fan of his. Um, I always wanted to control him in Battlefront 2 in the 2005 version of the game. So uh, I'm excited that they're adding him back. Um. So they kind of just, you know, ended it with that for the Star Wars section. Then they went more into um, indies, so uh, mainly Unravel 2. So I guess that's not really an indie anymore. That's that's more of a uh, pretty big game these days. That's kind of 
EA's family game, big family game. So Unravel 2 was announced. Um, so it's more of the same, pretty much, uh, same graphics, same, you know, mechanics, same, all that kind of stuff. The big upgrade with this is that it is now co-op. Um, I'm not sure if it's, uh, co-op through, you know, the internet playing online, but I know for a fact it's couch co-op because I played it with my fiance and, um, we really had fun playing that together. And, um, so yeah, it is co-op now. Uh, the the kind of the gimmick of this version is is that it is um, there's always two players on the screen, and there are certain puzzles that take two players to figure out, and um, so you're always controlling two characters. Even without a second player, you're controlling the second character, and it is actually really interesting and controls really well. So don't think, oh gosh, like don't think Knuckles Chaotix. Um, and, and that kind of way at all like it's it's actually because you are tethered together <laughs> so it kind of is like knuckles chaotix in that kind of way but don't think of that game um you know it is it is implemented really well and in the time that i've played the game it is really good and of course i mean the the soundtrack and visuals are just beautiful it is just it's a really really pretty game and i mean those games are just fun so give it a shot it's available right now it was available um the second they announced it so so that was um pretty exciting so pick that up uh it's only 20 bucks it's really fun you're you're gonna have a blast playing it so i highly suggest you play it um, next up was uh so ea they have this kind of ea original section um so they they introduced a new studio into their EA Originals um, area, and this studio is called um, oh well the studio, <laughs> not the studio named Sea of Solitude, but the new game they're making is called Sea of Solitude. So this is more of an indie game, but it looks really interesting. At first, I was kind of like, oh, this looks kind of like a dumb indie game because I'm not too huge into indie games, but this one actually kind of looks interesting. So. Uh, it is about a young woman struggling with loneliness and self-doubt, along with many other symptoms of anxiety and depression. Uh, because of this, um, the wo this woman is overcome with these feelings, she is turned into a monster. It is your job to find out why she's feeling like this and how to turn her back into a human. This game, this is a game with a message that many people should be able to look deeper into the meaning. So um, it's going to have, you know, a lot of, um, you know, uh, tie-ins with, like I said, anxiety, depression, loneliness, um, like all of these kind of depressing feelings that go along with depression and uh you know it's it's gonna have a strong story to it so and typically i'm not that pulled to really heavy story driven games but this game uh kind of caught my attention so i'm going to be looking out for it it has a release window of early 2019 so be looking out for sea of solitude um it's it's looking like it's going to be a pretty interesting game uh so yeah be looking out for that so we're nearing the end, uh, ending of the um, presentation, and uh, they they kind of ended it on a mixed response note. So uh, probably many of you heard all of this of what I'm going to talk about this whole podcast, 
But uh, Command and Conquer, it's coming back, not in a way that a lot of people would like. So Command and Conquer Rivals is a mobile game, and uh, they showed li- live on stage two players playing it. And honestly, I thought it looked really, really good. <laughs> mobile games rarely ever get me excited, but this game really, really caught my attention, like beyond belief. So, um, it is a one-on-one real-time strategy game. You know, you play online against someone else, uh, where you got to control certain zones and each zone, um, helps build a huge missile. And the more zones you control, you have to control the majority of each zone so you can build that missile. The more zones you control, the faster the missile builds. So once the missile is complete, it launches at the competing team's base, and it takes two missile strikes to win. Um, so the the way it kind of works is you have to mine diamonds. So you gotta send out these mining trucks to diamond fields and mine diamonds, and that is how you collect money to buy units. Um, so obviously, the more powerful units cost more money. So you kind of gotta risk versus reward, um, hoard money or or and and build a really powerful few units or get a ton of weaker units out just to control those spots you know right off the bat so um there there's a lot of strategy to this so um the how the units move around the map they move around kind of in a grid like way it reminds me a lot of civilization uh the civilization games uh and your units you buy one unit but on one tile your one unit is like five different like five guys um, kind of like civilization. So your units kind of stay clumped together. So, and like, like I said, they kind of move in a grid. So it's very reminiscent of, uh, civilization. So it reminds me a lot of that with how, how they move. Um, I've never actually played the old command and conquer games. So that might be how they move around the board and stuff like that in those games, but I'm not sure, uh, cause I've never played them. So the game looks to me, it looks really good. And it's just like, I, I think it's a pre alpha version. Um, so it, and it looks great in that way. I've, I actually played it and it looks really fun. And, uh, so it's, um, launching for Android and iOS and a rare win. And like I said, in the article, it's a rare win for us Android users because you can actually download and play the pre alpha right now. Um, so, and it's only available for Android, not iOS. So us Android users get kind of a, a, uh, bragging right over iOS users. You know, if you're excited for this game, so download it, test it out, because I think you will be very pleasantly surprised. So definitely, uh, <laughs> excuse me, definitely check that out, because I don't think you'll be let down at all. So um, the last thing at the EA Play overview, or the EA Play um, you know, conference, the CEO came out, and you know, they, they stress, you know, that we're changing as a company, and they're getting better, and and, um, you know, all this, you know, damage control kind of crap that, you know, they always pull whenever the gamers start turning against them. And then they'll, you know, throw, throw out a handful of games that we actually want and work in the way we want them to work and have the features we want and stuff like that. They'll throw out a handful of those games for maybe a year, year and a half. Then they'll just go right back to 
microtransactions and loot boxes and stuff like that and and all this stuff so it's just ea being ea again so and uh right after that you know they they showed off another trailer for anthem which looks really incredible um i think it looks a lot of fun looks possibly just kind of like a uh kind of a um they're jumping on the destiny train with it but uh it looks different enough that it's going to be pretty cool so um not a whole lot of information that I saw. They had a very long Q&A section about Anthem uh, right after the presentation, right after that trailer, but I didn't watch it. So um, you can probably look that up online if you're really curious. So uh, check that out. So that is it for EA. So we're going to move on to Microsoft. So I actually didn't get to watch Microsoft's E3 um presentation so chris actually is the one and um unfortunately chris couldn't be here uh today recording this with me he has some prior engagements so he would have been kind of the uh, subject matter expert for this one so um i'm just kind of going off by his article that he wrote because i didn't really watch much of the microsoft um, because I'm not a huge, you know, Microsoft fan, but I, after reading his article, um, it kind of makes me wish I did. And, it uh, kind of makes me excited because I do have an Xbox one and it makes me feel like, you know, hooking that Xbox one up and getting these games once they come out. So, um, he opened up the article with, you know, near automa, auto, automata, I, I believe it's called. Um, excuse me, uh, something is going on <laughs> with my computer. So, uh, I'm not super familiar with the game, um, but uh, he, uh, from what he says, so um, he said he never, it ne the games never really did it for him, uh, but some gamers have been envious and maybe thought of betraying their current system. Uh, this could give them a bit of relief, so I, I'm not whole totally sure of what he means by all that because um i have never followed this game honestly i've never even heard of this series um until automa uh, automata <laughs> came out i cannot pronounce that or it was announced so um uh so anyway uh it's it's gonna come out uh, apparently it looks good <laughs> i'm sorry for botching uh, botching this but you know i don't have a whole lot of knowledge about that um let's just move on from that because i have no knowledge of that let's go on to crackdown 3 so i actually did watch the trailer for it it looks really good um i'm surprised that crackdown 3 was even at e3 this year um you know because of the uh the um, delay that was just announced, you know, just a few days before E3 even happened, but you know, it was there and that trailer made it look really good. So, um, threw in some unexpected excitement and, uh, you know, it, it's really attention grabbing. Um, you know, we'll, we'll see if it actually comes out. I still think, you know, it might be, might get canceled along the way. Who knows? But you know, they've come this far. They might as well just, uh, release it after it's been in this much of a uh, development hell um, so we'll we'll see so um, you know the trailer you know looks awesome Terry Crews is in it he's screaming a lot in the trailer 
it looks really good. So uh, check out the trailer if you haven't already. It looks pretty good. Sea of Thieves was next up. So they're coming out with some new content. Apparently the crowd just didn't care. Um, sea of Thieves is just kind of one of those games where when, is, when it was announced... It looked really cool. The concept was cool, but you know, as the years went on, uh, and and it took a while to develop and stuff like that, it was just kind of like meh. So um, I've never played it. I that was that seeing that trailer for some reason when that trailer first came out. So I was really, really into watching One Piece when that came out, or when that trailer first dropped when they first announced Sea of Thieves, and so obviously I was just like. Pirate game, pirates, you know, like One Piece, pirates, yeah, whatever. And this is more kind of like traditional pirates, but I didn't care. The concept of pirates was uh, a key topic for me back then. But, uh, you know, I kind of got off the One Piece train and... Uh, the game, you know, just kept being in development. and But, you know, when it first was announced, that was a system seller to me. I mean, I went out and, and got an Xbox One and just waited for that game to come out. And, um, you know, I got a couple games for it before, you know, through the years. But, you know, the that console's just been collecting dust for me. But, you know, after, the, after reading this article and, um, you know, seeing some videos and stuff... I might have to break that bad boy out and get some new games for it because there's some pretty cool exclusives coming its way. Uh, of course, Cuphead. Cuphead was also another system seller for me, and I, of course I bought that the day it came out. And oh my gosh, I just love it. Cannot beat it for the life of me, but oh man, it's beautiful and it's fun. It's awesome. But they are coming out with more content. Um, you know, more more map uh, space. You know, a new island, a new character coming out um so maybe this can be three player now and that would just be so much fun so um it's going to be awesome so uh can't wait for that uh tales of vesperia definitive edition coming to the xbox store with dlc and bonus characters um a lot of people have been waiting for this um so uh yeah that that could be cool i have no knowledge of that game um, Forza 4 coming out with a playable hovercraft, which I found interesting. So that's going to be pretty cool to see. Um, I've never played Forza, but, you know, uh, my brother actually, he, he loves that series. Chris loves the series. Uh, cool, realistic mechanics. It's more of a simulation type of game, it looks like. So, um, you know, I'll probably be picking it up once that hovercraft comes out because that trailer actually, it looked pretty cool. All right, PUBG. You know, there's a lot of drama going around PUBG right now. Um, Player Unknown's uh, Battlegrounds. If you're unaware of that, that's the uh, kind of short version of the game name of the game. So, PUBG. You know, with their their suing um, Fortnite and epic games and that kind of stuff in korea and there's just a lot of drama going on with them because they're all butthurt that Fortnite is a better game and and all this stuff so anyway so um they're adding a new game mode and a new map you know um <laughs> they're they're adding a new map because you know they they 
you you apparently only get to play in one map the entire game so um that that's a little tiring and uh but yeah so they're adding a new game mode and a new map so that'll be nice for you know for the the people playing it hopefully they'll come out with an update to improve on those frame rate issues and all that kind of stuff and and assets loading in as you run and stuff like that so um hopefully those issues will be fixed uh with these updates but who knows but you know good news for some PUBG fans so good for them hopefully they can look forward to that um so division two uh have not watched the trailer yet but my friends and chris included has been they, everyone's just been freaking out about it how amazing it looks so um you know he said that they've made some changes um you know, uh, I'm not sure about the uh, story or the setting, um, so I hope it's good because I hated the first adi- uh, Division. I, I just hated it. So um, <laughs> I'm sorry for you Division fans out there, but it was a little too repetitive. I was expecting the world to be a little bit bigger. The um, PvP area, you know, wasn't very good. It was really small, a lot of trolls in that area. Just, it, it wasn't that great. So, um yeah, I, so I'm looking forward to seeing if this is going to be a good upgrade from the first division. So hopefully it'll be good and I'll probably get it, you know, if all my friends get it and they're all playing and stuff like that. So yeah, I'll probably take the, take the, uh, you know, the gamble there. So Shadow Shadow, <laughs> Shadow of the Ter- Tomb Raider um, had a new trailer. So, um, you know, it looks really, really pretty, real dark and gritty. Um, has some stealthy combat styles, uh, you know, it just, it looks really cool, um, not a whole lot to say about it, it just, it looks really, really cool, um, real dark, uh, I believe it has a bit of a darker storyline, and so that's kind of a welcome addition, so that's, that's going to be, going to be cool. So, we didn't get Skate, just like I wrote an article about, uh, all these Skate fans, they were trying to, you know, make up these, these, hints and and leaks about skate 4 coming out but no skate 4 is not coming out now we did get session so there's a trailer for session out there um i haven't been totally aware of this game uh chris has but uh i have not but the game apparently looks awesome uh have not watched it myself like i said i'm just kind of going off of what chris said in his article for the microsoft section and uh and uh, yeah, we just hope that it does well because, um, you know, if this game does well, maybe EA will make another skate title because skate is really, really good, really solid. And, um, you know, it, even though I make fun of skate fans, um, making things up for skate four, you know, I really hope there's a skate four because skate three was pretty cool. And, um, yeah, but don't get your hopes up too high on that because you know how EA is with skate three and, or Skate 4 and all that kind of stuff. And, um, yeah. So, Dying Light 2. Uh, Dying Light's getting a sequel. Looks really, really, really cool. Um, so, there's a new martial law aspect of the game that looks really cool. Like, it, it adds a really cool kind of twist to the story. The first game was awesome. But I kind of like this new kind of angle they're going at. Um so, uh, and, and the replay value on the game, uh, looks really well, like really good. And, um, 
So hopefully it'll it'll be the uh, typical sixty bucks because apparently, uh, as Chris said, the replay value on the game already looks like it's worth the sixty dollars. Um, so hopefully it'll cost around that at release. I don't see any chance of, you know, the 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 sixty dollars, the standard sixty dollars changing anytime soon. But you know, it, it looks it looks really good. Um, so, uh, you know, they had some trailers for the Xbox Game Pass. There are a ton of new games uh, that's getting added on there. Um, you know, $10 monthly fee and you get to play all these, you know, AAA brand new games um, for $10 a month for free. So definitely I will be checking that out, um, possibly. One thing, one game that that has just, that threw me off. That just blew my my Facebook feed up and my my chats with my friends up. Battletoads. <laughs> I am a huge fan of Battletoads. I love Battletoads. So I'm so excited that we're getting a new Battletoads. Now we didn't get to see any gameplay or anything of that. It was more of just a teaser trailer with the logo and stuff like that. But oh my gosh, I cannot wait to play Battletoads again on current consoles. Like, that is just a throw my fists in the air and jump for joy. I cannot wait for that game. So, I can't wait to see more uh, information of that game uh, as it comes out. Uh, after that, Gears of War 5. You know, I, I have just never been a Gears of War fan. I'm sorry, you uh, Gears of War fans out there. But, you know, um, yeah, to me, it's just... The same game over and over again. Chris has the same uh, kind of point of view on that game. But, um, you know, Gears of War 5 got announced. So, yay for you fans out there of that. And then Cyberpunk 2077. You know, I've been hearing a lot about that game. I've never seen anything with the game. But apparently it's a big deal. <laughs> so, um, you know, uh, it kind of, the trailer for it sold Chris. He, uh, he says he's going to be buying the game just because of the trailer. So maybe I'll need to look up that trailer, check that out. Um, you know, uh, I, I will be checking out that trailer and possibly um, looking into getting it because apparently it is really good. So uh, that was it for um, Microsoft. So the, I know they had a lot more games, but um, those were just kind of all the heavy hitters. They had one of the most uh, substantial presentations of all of them. Um, so, you know, good for Microsoft. It's a good time to be a Microsoft Xbox fan um, and gamer. So, you know, great. And Sony. <laughs> Sony had the most awkward, lamest, most boring presentation I've ever seen. Oh my gosh. I was watching it and I was taking notes so I could write an article. And my article just ended up becoming a, a Sony presentation bash because it was just nothing new. There was just nothing substantial. There was nothing new. There was nothing for us to get hyped about. There was just nothing. And, um, I mean, they, they showed us the last of us part two ghost of Tsushima. Uh, I think that's Tsushima something. I, I think that's how you pronounce it. Kingdom Hearts 3, Death Stranding, and Spider-Man. Um, you know, the, those big heavy hitters. But it's like we've seen all that stuff before. And it's just not 
um, you know, groundbreaking. There there were some highlights. So there was the uh, a trailer for Resident Evil 2 Remake, which looked really good, really scary. I will not be playing that because I hate horror games because I don't like making myself scared. Um, but my fiancé will be all over that, and I'm sure Chris will be the one reviewing that for us because he's obsessed with Resident Evil, and uh, he's really excited about that. But um, it looks really scary, really good. So um, that that did, that surprised me, as well as a teaser for Neo 2, um, N-I-O-H, Neo. So um, you Neo fans out there will be uh, pretty cool. And also there was a, a new 3D platformer they had a trailer for called Trover Saves the Universe. Um, looked kind of goofy. They really tried to be funny, um, like way too hard to be funny um that just kind of uh, while i was watching it it's just kind of like <laughs> you know just kind of like fake laugh like you know let's get let's get going but you know the game looks colorful interesting i might check it out when it comes out but yeah um the the presentation was just nothing newsworthy happened the it just kind of turned into a um just kind of turned into a uh Hey, you know, let's all praise Sony. They started out the conference in a church setting. And what I, me and my friends, what we received from that was, and I know it was for um, a setting for uh, The Last of Us Part Two, And it was modeled after that. But to us, it was just kind of like in the, how they were talking and stuff like that. You know, it was just more of a let's worship Sony and just just talk about how great they are and all that kind of stuff. And it's like I know that they are on top right now and I know that they've definitely won this this generation. And they they didn't really need to pull anything out to, you know, wow everybody. But, you know, it was just kind of like you guys are way too full of yourselves, you know. It's just kind of it, it really um turned me from sony uh so it it yeah it made me kind of view sony in a bad way um they didn't come out come off the the way they should have they opened up the presentations with really really awkward performances of the first one was a banjo player and it was really slow and it took forever and just i was just like is the song ever gonna end and then um so the instrumentals they were um they were from I believe the soundtracks of the games that they the trailers coming up were going to you know be about and uh, things like that and it was just kind of awkward. So the thing Sony did was they had the crowd change locations and this was just so stupid. So they had the crowd change locations and um, so the first location was the church for Last of Us Part Two. Then after that trailer, everyone had to get up and move to a different auditorium. And so that took forever for all those people to move and get seated and all that stuff for the next presentation. And so between that, there was this super awkward intermission show. And where they, I mean, they just creamed about Sony. Just, oh, Sony, Sony this, Sony that. And just all this kind of stuff and um didn't really talk about the games too much it was just kind of more about like oh isn't sony this aw so awesome and stuff like that and um so finally finally the uh intermission ended and then um 
we got into Gozo, Ghost of Tsushima. <laughs> um, so we got a trailer for that. And, um, you know, it was... It's okay. Um, one good point, my one of my best friends he he uh, brought up is um, these games. They do look beautiful. We won't take away from that. But we're getting kind of sick of the Sony stylized games. Of everything has to be cinematic and and like you're playing a movie and all this stuff. It's like, yeah, that was cool for a few games, but just give us a game, you know? Like we don't need to be playing a movie every time and for these these visuals to just be, oh, it's just so beautiful. And and you know, we might be the only people that feel that way. And that is okay because everyone is allowed to have their opinions and you know, if you have a complete different opinion where you think every game should be cinematic, you know, you know, more power to you, but we just believe that, you know, like, just give us a game, you know, and Ghost of, Ghost of Tsushima, you know, I thought about getting it because, um, Feudal Japan, that's kind of a setting of a game that I've always been wanting, but, you know, watching that trailer and the gameplay of it just kind of turned me off, to be quite honest, like, to the point where I don't even think I'm gonna buy it, um, so, I don't know. Um, we'll see. But, yeah, the, the game looked awkward. But to open that part of the presentation up, they had this, this like, flute player come in. And it was really awkward. He was dressed in, um, like, feudal Japan, like, um, like <laughs> wardrobe. And uh, it was a white guy with a beard. <laughs> and everyone was just kind of making fun of that. And, uh, yeah, it was just really awkward. Um, he was, he was, he was, he was okay. Um, but you know, it just went way too long and stuff like that. So luckily they ended up not switching another venue. So they just stayed in that room. Then we got trailers for, um, you know, death stranding, which that game is just like, what, what is that freaking game? what is that game so um it's just it left me more confused than i was before <laughs> so more questions than i have answers um and then after that there was um gameplay footage or not gameplay footage well kind of gameplay footage and um more just like a very cinematic trailer for spider-man which looked really good um so i'm getting pretty hyped for that game that game looks pretty uh gorgeous so i'm excited for that so, um, you know, uh, it was just, it was a bad presentation by far the worst presentation I saw of that entire conference. Um, even Bethesda was better. Uh, Ubisoft was better. I mean, that was just the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> I mean, that was just a terrible, terrible presentation. And, you know, a, a lot of the internet, they're just like, um, uh, you know, like, uh, people saying that just oh you're just like a nintendo fanboy or you're just a microsoft fanboy no um i mean i'm i was i'm quite a big sony fan and that was just a really bad presentation so um yeah definitely the worst i've seen in my days of watching e3 so um lastly uh that we watched was nintendo so nintendo had a direct and um i wouldn't call it the best I believe it was second to Microsoft because, you know, Microsoft, um, from what I hear, they were just so substantial and just widely regarded as the best presentation, you know, just because they had the most 
um, games and they, they, it just flowed really well and stuff like that. So, you know, um, I'll give it to Microsoft, but Nintendo, oh my gosh, you know, I was, um, since it happened in the morning, I was watching it, I was watching it in my office and, um, (laughs) I was, I was fighting every urge to just kind of start screaming of like how hype this this direct was like it blew my mind so they opened up the presentation in the most hype way i ever could have imagined so damon x machina so i mean it's just it's a giant fighting robot game (laughs) with and like the music that was playing was so hype and all that kind of stuff and Oh man, it just, it looked so cool. I cannot wait for that game to come out. So, um, Damon X Machina, uh, that is, that has a release window of 2019 and Nintendo had a lot of games and they, they had a really, a, a, uh, had a lot of games and just, I mean, it was like game after game after game and just punch after punch. And it was just, it was really good. Like this, this presentation just blew me away. Um, so then there's uh, more Xenoblade Chronicles 2 content coming out. Torna, the Golden Country. Um, you know, it'll just add more content to that game. That game is amazing as, as it is. And I'm sure this edition is going to be awesome. So that is coming out September 2018. Got another trailer um, for, you know, Pokemon Let's Go games. And, you know, meh, the, those games are Pokemon games. Um and then we got a uh, surprisingly a new Mario Party. So um, I was really surprised that we're getting a new Mario Party. I did not imagine that we'd be getting one. This one is not called, you know, Mario Party 11 or 12, 13, 14, whatever it is. However many Mario Parties there are these days. Um, but it's called Super Mario Party. Um, I've actually ignored the last Mario Parties ever since 8 because... Uh, eight was just terrible to me and every Mario party after that has been awful. So, um, super Mario party, uh, <laughs> looks really good. Um, it kind of goes back to the classic Mario party format. You know, you move around a board, uh, stuff like that. One of the cool things about it that kind of blew my mind was, um, in the trailer. So they showed two tablets, uh, switch tablets on a table and the people kind of moving them around, like saying, oh, I think we should put it here. You know, let's put it, let's slide it over here and stuff like that. And the thing is, is the the consoles seemed aware of their location. And the consoles can be used as a, a continuous fluid screen. And um, so the, the characters can move from screen, screen to screen without any interruption. And it seems that wherever you place the Switch console, the tablet it'll recognize where that screen is and have the, you know, walls adjust the boundaries adjust to where that is. And that just kind of blew my mind. Like I was like, Whoa. Um, so that was really cool. So super Mario party will be released, um, October 5th, 2018. And that is for sure going to be a, uh, release day pickup for me. Um, so I'm pretty excited about that. So they kept, you know, the direct moving along with the new fire emblem, three houses. Uh, the, the game looked beautiful. The, um, the combat, uh, screen looked awesome. Uh, the battle scenes, you know, whenever you go into a battle that those were awesome, it looked like huge armies, you know, going at it. That game looks really cool. That has a, um, 
uh, has a, a spring 2019 release window. So uh, definitely we'll be picking that one up. Um, the next portion was Nintendo Indies. So Nindies. Um, so, but right before that, we finally got a trailer for Fortnite on Switch. It was confirmed, and I'm sure a lot of you are aware that it was available that same day, and I'm sure a lot of you have been playing it. So, um, if you weren't aware, you can download it right now for the Switch, Fortnite for the Switch, and play it. And, um, yeah, just have a blast playing that. Um, then the Indies. So, uh, Overcooked 2 was announced, so has some new features. Um, you can uh, add, or you, you can throw ingredients now and stuff like that um you know just some new features new maps and stuff like that so uh august 7th 2018 is the release date for that uh the arcade game killer queen so surprisingly killer queen is coming to the switch if you weren't aware that is just a wildly just massively popular arcade game that's mainly at barcades and, uh, um, I mean, it's just lines of people waiting to play that game, like lines along the walls and out the door and stuff like that, just to play that game. It's really popular. So it's actually coming out for the switch. Um, the, the release window was just this year, 2018. So, uh, killer queen black 2018 hollow Knight is another indie game that was showcased. So it's a, uh, platformer, uh, pretty unique looking hand-drawn graphics, um, so, uh, yeah, so that's going to be coming out, uh, or it is out. It was actually released the same day as it was announced, so you can go grab that. Then a release date for Octopath Traveler of July 14th, 2018. Then we got a confirmation of uh, Dragon Ball Fighters or Fighter Z, however you want to pronounce it, and uh, that's coming out this fall, which I was blown away that it's finally coming. Uh, so I will finally get that game. Uh, Starlink looks incredible with that um, Star Fox, you know, Fox McCloud add-on. That game looks awesome, kind of like a uh, miniaturized No Man's Sky, just with better content. <laughs> so that should be awesome. Um, so that comes out this October, uh, on the 16th of October. Then we had a uh, release date for Mario Tennis Aces, you know, June 22nd. Um, all of the games uh, were re have a release date for 2018. And then the huge topic. Uh, <laughs> this is going to be huge. The biggest Smash Bros. ever. Um, so Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Um, that's the finalized name is Ultimate. I mean, this is just going to be the biggest Smash Bros. ever in the history of the game. Literally, it has every single fighter that has been in the series in this game. It's going to be huge. So every character that has ever appeared, um, including like Snake, Pichu, Ice Climbers, Wolf, all versions of Link. So Toon Link, Young Link, Normal Link. Um, just so many characters, different versions of Roy, different versions of Ike. Like it's going to be awesome. Uh, even... Um, uh, Daisy is being added into it. Uh, the Inklings and even Ridley. They finally got Ridley in there. I mean, that was just one of the most incredible trailers I've ever seen in my entire life. Uh, so you're going to have, there's going to be over 50 assist trophies. So just a ton of assist trophies. Um, a ton of stages. Uh, I don't know the exact number, but a ton of stages. Um, and you can play them in both regular and Omega forms. 
<laughs> Unfortunately, Waluigi is still an assist trophy, not a playable character. Um, but yeah, it's just, it is going to be the biggest, I think the biggest game of the year when it comes out. Uh, so that has a release date of December 7th, 2018. Um, so I just, I cannot wait. Um, so yeah, that was it for, uh, E3 2018. Um, I mean, just one of the best E3s I've ever seen. I cannot wait for all these games to come out. I mean, it's going to take a massive hit to my wallet. Um, so, I mean, if I had to rank these, I mean, by far, I mean, uh, Microsoft would win uh, just by, you know, what I've been hearing by the general consensus. Then uh, Nintendo comes in second, EA, then uh, Sony. Just Sony is just terrible uh, with theirs. So, um, yeah. <laughs> so, that was awesome. That was an awesome E3. It is now over. We can now start, you know, looking forward to these games coming out and the new trailers coming out. And so, yeah. Um, so if you're still with me right now, um, thank you so much for listening. Uh, so once again, for these announcements, you know, Chris Meese is coming on to gaming plus, you can read his articles on the website and, uh, you can look forward to hearing him on the, uh, weekly roundup podcast. Once we, uh, start launching that regularly on July 5th, um, because both of our schedules are really hectic right now. Extremely hectic. This was a special special exception just because this E3 was so amazing. I just had to get a uh, E3 Roundup podcast out here. So go to our website, gamingplusmedia.com. Uh, it's not a plus sign, so it's gaming plus spelt out. So G-A-M-I-N-G-P-L-U-S media.com. So gamingplusmedia.com. Uh, definitely sign up for email announcements. Um, uh, we do have a Patreon launched, so you can support us on Patreon. And uh, yeah, so um, the link for Patreon will be in the uh, description, at least for the SoundCloud. I don't know if I can get that in iTunes or anything like that. So um, definitely look us up on SoundCloud to get that link or just you know go on our website to get that link. And um, yeah, so subscribe on there. We have some cool perks on there. And yeah. Um, yeah so thank you for listening this has been the e3 roundup podcast my name is clint cubo thank you so much for listening we will catch you back july 5th thanks guys